0: Armbar, I just got back the ad copy from our sponsors. Can you do the read for me? Oh,
1: boss, you know I can't read.
0: Right, right. Oh, look, it's Doubletail. Barry, can you spare yeah, a minute? Sure,
2: what's up? Also, I'm pretty sure I asked you not to call me Barry. Well,
0: Barry, uh, our sponsors gave us this ad copy to read, and unfortunately, our friend Armbar here can't read, so can you do the promo for us?
2: Uh, sure thing. mm-mm, mm-mm. Hey there sports fans, Baragon Doubletail here to remind you Bard Rock Cafe is brought to you by Dragon Master Games. Shop at their online storefront for your D&D and TTRPG products as well as collectibles. We're now also partnered with FanRoll, who make high quality dice sets, dice bags, trays and towers, and other accessories. Follow our affiliate link and use code Cafe at checkout to save 10%, and a portion of your order goes to support the show. Finally, you can also support the show directly by subscribing to our Ko-fi. Subscribers get access to wild rewards like exclusive bonus content, tarot readings from Rook, social media shoutouts, and tabletop games with the cast. As always, all the relevant links can be found in the show notes. Now, let's rock!
1: Support the show, or I'ma come near ya! You,
2: you you can't threaten your listeners.
1: It's not a threat, it's a promise! Support the show, jabronies! <laughs>
2: Previously on Bardrock Cafe, Armbar and Doubletail faced off with the drow in a cage match. Meanwhile, the drow on the sidelines seemed concerned about something. As it turns out, Brock's third soul, Inky, was slaughtering the Matriarch's minions and droves. When Epi and the Matriarch asked Brock to stop Inky, he revealed that he'd been roll all along. Just when things seemed like they couldn't get more complicated, Baragon winked so well that it caused a wild magic surge and the Jin Prince attacked the Matriarch. Can our heroes keep all this chaos at bay? Find out today on
3: Bardrock
4: Cafe. Welcome back to Bardrock Cafe, episode 43. Last time, we ended with a lot of things happening. Some chaos started in the drow camp. Supposedly, from the party's perspective, or at least from Brock's perspective, his new third soul was doing something to cause trouble. Rook with the help of a little wild magic, went invisible and snuck into the drow camp to follow the chaos. Meanwhile, the drow mother, believing that Brock and the Bardrock Cafe crew was responsible, came storming over. Armbar and Doubletail won their match, and as they were celebrating their victory, and as now revealed, Roll and Epi and Nadir were about to come to blows with the drow matron mother and her entourage... A wild magic surge from Doubletail caused the genie prince to launch a firebolt at the matron mother. The crowd has gone completely silent. Tension is palpable as everyone is wondering what's going on. People are just now starting to notice that something's wrong. They're seeing the drow coming across. Looking back at the drow camp, they see bodies being dragged back
2: out. Does Barragon know that the attack from the Genie Prince happened because of this wild magic surge? Yes. Okay. Um, in just a quick analyzing of the situation goes, oh, I think I can spin this. And I'm going to use Trickster's Blessing to rewind time six seconds to before the surge happens and change the targets.
4: Okay. Pause on That. Because that is going to change the scene dramatically.
1: That's OP as shit. That's cool. When the hell did you get that? I've had it the whole time.
4: Cool. We are going to start with Rook. Rook. You're sneaking following several drow commandos as they're running back. You hear screams and then silence from a room near the end of the hallway the door stands halfway open it is dark inside but you do have dark vision so you're able to see in there but all you really see is viscera scattered everywhere the drow run in there's about three of them that you're following and you are about a half move behind so 15 feet behind them keeping your distance I believe you had a 29 on stealth and you're invisible?
5: Yes.
4: (laughs) So, what do you do?
5: Okay, so, viscera uh, humans? Various?
4: Go ahead and roll a medicine check, please.
5: Oh, okay. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. What is that? Wisdom. Not great, but we'll see. I'm rolling my wisdom, well, my medicine, and it is a total of 16.
3: So with a
4: 16, just from inference from what you're seeing, uh, it's hard to tell for sure. You don't, like, it is red blood and purple blood. So definitely not just human. But you suspect probably drow, that's a safe bet and probably Mind Flare, from what you know from before.
5: A melange. Alright. Um, anyone else there?
4: You are still outside of the room. There is... Well, are you entering behind the three drow?
5: Oh, I thought we entered. Sorry.
4: So they run in. They push the door open. It swings in. They all three run in with their swords out. You run in right behind them. Yes. Uh, You have to stop sort of short as they have stopped just ten feet inside the door and they've kind of taken battle positions.
5: I want to stay in the doorway.
4: Okay. So, now that you have a more complete view of the room, this room is dark, like I said, and because you have dark vision, you're able to see in the dark. However, this is kind of an unnatural darkness. There's something heavy about it. It's... It's not that you're blind, it's not magical darkness, but there is something stronger to it than normal. It's like the shadows seem to almost press in against the light that's there, and even your dark vision is having trouble seeing in, like, the corners, if that makes sense. So you still have, like, the grayscale view of the room, but the darker shades of that grayscale are pressing in on the lighter shades even heavier than
5: normal. Gotcha. So can I see any other uh person being
4: roll a perception check.
5: Alrighty. Dude dude dude. I I wish I'd memorized my rolls. Here we go. I got perception, and it's another total of 60.
3: You
4: do not see anything besides the three drow.
5: Hmm. Okay, uh let me just uh one second. I'm gonna my character sheet. Hmm, difficult to see... person. Alright, I... they're, They're ready to fight, and I'm a little bit nervous about it. I'm going to pull out my rapier and keep my rapier at the ready, and I'm gonna watch.
4: From the shadows? It seems like one of the shadowy corners elongates and just spears one of the drow through the throat and then proceeds to drag down and sever it down the center
5: wonderful,
4: pulling back out around its navel so it's just gout of blood and just awfulness and one of the drow falls dead and all you see is just it's like part of the shadow just speared out and then sliced downward and then speared back into the shadow and what you hear as this happens is kind of a omnipresent guttural rumble. One, one of the drow just breaks, right? Says, no, I'm not here for this. Just tries to leave. The minute his foot steps on like a portion of the shadow, it just sinks into it up to the knee. And then three spikes just spiral up, piercing through him several times and then pulls him apart.
5: Whoa, (laughs) I was imagining that.
4: Rook is standing there, you are... because his momentum was back towards the door, there's a splash of blood just on you. Oh, ish. The other drow is, like, taking a full defensive stance. What you see in front of him, two red dots appear in the shadows, and then, like, a skeletal grin seems to halfway materialize out of the shadow. The drow takes a swing with his blade. It seems to embed itself in between where the eyes are. And then six spears just launch through him. And just eviscerate him right there on the spot. And then the shadows re-envelop that face. And you are alone.
5: Now, I gotta admit, so even me as an adult human being, seeing that would be horrible. And Rook has seen a lot of stuff, but this is a level, you know?
4: Yes, this is something. And
5: Rook would love to think that she can take on anything, but this is something, first of all, she doesn't even know what it is. It's absolutely horrible. Seems to be like 20 million levels above. And just seems to scream, no, I should not be trying to even talk to this thing by myself. So Rook is going to turn around and leave okay yeah i'm not even i know it's kind of (laughs) sucks it sucks i wish that i could do something else but i i guess I'm, i'm down this long hallway is there any anything else i can look at in this hallway as i run back
4: so you're running down a long hallway you've kind of gone into the sub basement for the arena and it, So it's kind of a circular hallway, and there's, like, doors on either side. But yeah, you're able to leave. Like, you turn around and book it, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: It is a semicircle. You run past a drow, like, hanging back, looking at what's going on, trying to get something to report back.
5: So there's a drow who's, like, walking towards that horrible-ish?
4: Yeah, he seems more... Like a caster and less like a uh, warrior like the three you just saw.
5: Okay. I gotta do- I can't. Like, I'm still- Uh, This is horrible. I can't just let somebody walk in there. I'm going to- Because he can't see me.
3: <laughs> Correct.
5: So I'm going to ask Fairy to pop out. I'm going to speak through Fairy.
4: Fairy- Blinks into existence from the pocket dimension in which you keep her. She says,
5: hello. Hello.
4: The drow stops, looks at Fairy. Fairy looks at the drow. Fairy can't see <laughs> Oh,
5: no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but you can speak through Fairy.
5: Right. Okay. So Fairy's basically on me and I'm there. So.
4: Okay. Oh, so Fairy's on your shoulder. Okay. Yeah. So Fairy knows you're there.
5: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Fairy's not hovering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no. I was, I was like hummingbird Fairy. <laughs> poor fairy no 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 fairy's with me and fairy's gonna talk through me
0: other way around but yeah
5: so listen i know you want like i can tell I, i can tell you what's in there i don't i mean i don't know what's in there but i can tell you it's your death in there the shadows are not shadows it's a monster and you're gonna die it will completely it will destroy you you can give that report
4: so all of that, but in Fairy's voice.
0: Uh, okay. In an adorable, harmless Mickey yeah, Mouse I know. voice, you're all going to die.
5: <laughs> adorable. You're going to die. <laughs> in a much more adorable way. The shadows aren't shadows. Ha 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 You will die. You will definitely die. So you go into that room.
4: Fairy like, the drought fully stops and is facing Fairy. Go ahead. Roll me just a, a stealth check. Not advantage or disadvantage, just a straight stealth check right now.
5: Okay. Sure. 25
4: Okay. So, fairy is perched on your shoulder.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: However, despite that giving you disadvantage and you being having advantage with being invisible, uh the drow is not seeing anything right now. Is just looking at fairy, not registering that fairy is perched on something that he cannot see. Mhm. The drow goes, I well, does fairy speak? elven or no you speak elven yes i do you're fine uh the drow says back what is it what's happening down there who are you
5: so i'm gonna answer i'm sorry i have to go you should leave too and i'm sorry i don't know what it is but it's very deadly or it's very deadly (laughs) (laughs) it's very deadly it's very deadly
4: as fairy says, it's very deadly. Rook, you notice the shadows in the corridor start to get a little darker, and start to, to press in.
5: We have to leave now, and I'm gonna, I'm legit gonna make fairy pop out of existence, and I'm gonna leave.
4: So fairy boofs out of existence. Ooh, hang on. Does the shadow see you? Yep, twenty-five with fairy perched on shoulder.
0: I'm a little concerned last episode Brock was rolling for Inky and now Inky's rolling on his own. Would you like to roll for Inky? Uh sure. I don't know what Inky's pluses
4: are. I have a 10 on I have a 10 on the die. 10 on the die. Okay. So Rook, you turn around. Are you are you lingering as the shadows grow heavy or are you just booking it?
5: No, I'm booking it. I I'm like nope. I'm I'm telling him one last time and then I'm going.
4: Okay. Uh, you feel more than see a flash of just fire, uh, and then you hear the drow scream.
5: That sucks for Rook.
4: And then there's just silence as you haul ass.
5: Seriously, Rook does feel really bad.
0: I just want to say I feel like when Fairy was, like, warning that drow to GTFO, I was envisioning, because Fairy's like, takes on the form of a bird, right? Yes. I was watching favorite doing that thing birds do sometimes where they, like, turn their head, like, a 90-degree angle. Like, yeah, yeah, a little bit cutie.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
4: Is it, is it, like, a crow or a raven or something?
5: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a crow. Jesus.
4: Okay. So this crow just is perched on nothing, going, the shadows are coming to eat you, and then it just dies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it sucks.
4: I'm thinking this cute little, like, Rainbow Sparkle Fairy Dragon and nope, it's a
5: it's a crow. <laughs> Even worse, uh, the
0: crow warned you about a murder. <laughs> uh, we this is a somber uh, moment. Audience, a bunch of people who are mur- ritualistically murdering people died. So I'm assuming I'm, between regular action dash and bonus action dash, Rook
4: gets the fuck out of there. Yeah, Rook does outrun the shadows with that move speed.
5: Nice. Oh, thank God.
4: Cutting back, you have rewound time. Six seconds. Knowing what's about to happen, Double Tail, how do you change it?
2: I want to just not have that surge happen at all. (laughs) Because I was like, oh, that was going to be a problem. Okay.
4: So I will let you use your use for the Paladin of Pain fight. Right now. So, the Genie Prince goes on proclaiming your victory and announcing the next match, which is between. Oh, who was it the Paladin of Pain and. Mm-hmm. Who was the finalist? Oh, yeah, the Genie. There is another match going on. However, that does mean that there is still a confrontation happening between the Drow Matron Mother and your allies up in the stands. And as you and Armbar look up into the stands, you see, without needing an insight check, like, the Drow Matron Mother has a dagger in her hand, that unless you were looking directly at the Bardrock Camp, you wouldn't see it. And you get the feeling that all eyes are on you and the Paladin of Pain, and the Genie Prince's own team. Holy guacamole! We gotta get up there! Yeah, you're right! Let's go! Okay, so you two are <laughs> I point booking it up to the Bardrock Camp? Thank okay. Okay. You're down in the pit. Bardrock crew is like a couple steps into the stand, so it's going to take you about a turn to get there. Uh, And also, you're on stage and now like dashing off of stage. So there are some people following what you're doing. Cutting back to Brock, Epi, and Nadir. Or I guess I should say Roll, Epi, and Nadir. So, Roll, you had just said something to the effect of... Fuck you, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. And
0: Roll is loudly announced to everyone that it is Roll. Epi knows it's Roll. And Roll just, as as the Drown Mother is looking at him, pulls out his loot. He uh, plays a walk-off song for himself, and he's going to walk away from the Drown Mother.
2: Toss the key, you're stuck with me, Epi, you cannot put me back to sleep, now I'm out, you can't stop me. Let's just move on, enjoy the show, enjoy the drama, drama. Forget Forget the drow, after all, what they all just got is karma. The rest of us move on, cause one thing's for sure. Stay on my good side, or you'll all get yours. But I got vengeance, you got penance in the nick of time Honey, I'm major flunkies, dead, I do it all the time You made my list of names and moved to the front of the line I got revenge, straight up genocide Ooh, Ooh look what you made me do Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me ooh. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Inky won't listen to anybody but me. Show respect or I'll sick them on you quickly. Inky won't listen to anybody but me. Show respect, or I'll sick em on you quickly. Inky won't listen to anybody but me. Show respect, or I'll sick em on you quickly. Inky won't listen to anybody but me. Show respect, or I'll sick him on you quickly. I'm, I'll I'll quick on you quickly. quickly. I'm sorry, but the old Brock song can't come to the phone right now. Why? Oh, cause he's dead.
0: Can I roll performance for my performance? Absolutely. That is a 16 plus a fuckload. Uh, just, just for the audiences, it's 20, 27 is total. Sure.
2: I was, gonna, I was about to say, can, can Marty out of game give him the help action? <laughs> Since I'm recording it. So just a friendly
4: reminder, now that is a really good roll, but friendly reminder, there is the Felix die. That you can roll. Any d20 can just be replaced with the Felix die.
0: You know what I'm not going to use the Felix die on? Saying fuck you with a guitar and walking away.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? We get one of those every episode. Might as well blow
0: them sometimes.
4: Just just don't forget it's there. Might come up.
0: Yep. That's right. The Felix die brought to you by Fan Roll Dice, our sponsor.
4: 10% off Bard Rock Cafe.
6: So I just heard a roll loudly announcing.
0: And very specifically telling you Brock is dead. Brock's not coming back. You aren't going to knock me unconscious and bring Brock back. That is something Epi has been explicitly told.
4: Um, I will say right now, I will give Epi and the deer both one round of actions before we go into, like, initiative
1: order.
7: Yeah. Epi, go first. You
1: sure?
7: Yeah. My, my plan hinged on leveraging the firebolt, so...
6: <laughs> oh no. Um... <laughs> Let's see, so, uh... Roll's telling me that even sleep won't bring Brock back. Can I insight check that? See if he's lying?
4: That's your action?
6: Not my action, I just want to see if if he's lying.
4: Ah, sure, I'll give you that one. Go ahead and roll insight.
0: Should I roll either deception or percep- or persuasion, depending on whether or not Roll's telling the truth? Yep, it's a contested check.
6: Okay. Da-da-da-da-da-da! Eh, I'm probably not going to be able to tell.
0: <laughs> Alright, that is... It is 14 plus 8. I will not say what the plus 8 is, because I have plus 8
4: to both of those.
6: Yeah, well, that was a 10 plus 5 for a... Oh, no, I believe him.
4: Okay.
6: I'm thinking, you know what Roll can't do while asleep? Cause problems. (laughs) I think it's time to cast sleep at the third level on Roll.
0: You know Roll, Nadir, and... Epi are all in the same zone, right? You can't not, you can't just target someone with sleep, you hit target a radius. Correct. There's also, like, a crowd here. I don't know. Yeah, so sleep is not a targeted spell. And I... Sleep is such a useless spell in 5e. <laughs> Nadir, what were you about to say?
7: Oh no, just, I guarantee Nadir has less health than roll, so he'd go down first. <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, then, um... Dang it! <laughs> I didn't know you couldn't target someone with it. Okay, uh, let's see. You know what? I can bring people back from the dead. Are you just going to kill me? <laughs> <laughs>
7: <laughs> Wait.
6: Yeah?
7: Are you going to kill Roll or just revive Brock? I can... If Brock's oh. j- If Brock's dead, like he says...
0: Can Nadir also roll Insight onto what Roll said for free? Against my 22?
4: <laughs> Nadir, would you have done that?
7: Actually, I was thinking about something else. Um, instead of Insight, can Nadir roll either History or Arcana based on what he would know Ooh. about Kalishtar souls and their relationship?
4: Alright, that's going to be... Considerably higher DC, but given your proficiencies, it's probably <laughs> fine. Uh, I'll let you choose.
7: Yeah, I'll get roll history. It's my nonce. Oh my god, it's only a 19.
2: I think I'm cursed. I, I think I've cursed you, because every time you've rolled a history since I've started
4: <laughs> appearing, you're just not doing good. That is not high enough.
6: Can I assist?
7: No. <gasps> Felix dies? You can use the Felix Dice.
6: Felix Dice.
7: I can only do that before rolling, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. And for something we recorded, I was the DM. I let someone use it as a re- reaction after they saw the roll, but it's up to Kenny. I don't remember the official rules.
4: So I had said that it has to be declared before the roll that, hey, I really want to succeed on this thing. And you didn't. De- you didn't call it. You don't know. Like, you wouldn't have called it because your history is absurd and you rolled a 19.
7: Yeah. I, w- I would not have guessed that I would roll a 4. <laughs> That's a 4? That's a 4.
1: You rolled a 19. It's <laughs> a total of a 19.
7: Yeah. yeah. Nadir does <laughs> one thing.
1: <laughs> I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. Can't... <laughs> oh, crap, it's a 4. <laughs>
0: All right, I have one more question for Kenny before I finish chewing scenery. Uh, This is happening outside the food truck, right? Yes. What is Brock's mother's reaction? She's in the food truck and she just heard me sing about her son being dead.
4: (laughs) Huh. Oh, God. I have to think about that, actually. Yeah. His mother
0: would actually have some insight into what what the fuck Roll's talking about.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because his mother is a a Kalashtar, right?
0: I know He's a Kalistar 100%, both he and his his mother and father are Kalistar, yeah?
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought, so... Uh... I would say roll Deception again for a disadvantage against... Swan.
0: Epi, we just opened up a gift shop to help raise funds to rebuild the Bard Rock. Look at this fancy new design.
6: I'd love that on a new t-shirt.
4: You are transported to a world of t-shirts, all identical. You can feel your sense of self slipping away from you as the shirts reach out and grab you and assimilate-
6: uh, I cast Dispel Magic. Eppy, where'd you go? Wild Magic? Don't ask, it was terrible. So, so, where's the gift shop going to be? Oh,
0: well, we have two storefronts, Cafe.redbubble.com and tpublic.com slash users slash bardrockcafe. So anyone can support the Bard Rock. You know, the
6: coffee mug is really cute. And that's not all we sell.
0: We have t-shirts, hoodies, children's apparel, baby Bard ones, Rock Snowboard.
4: Cafe's gift that shop. Is, is now open. Sales go to support the show. So if you want to help out and also get some cool Bard Rock Cafe merch, go check it out.
0: And that's everything we had so far. Effie, are you listening?
6: Mhm. Did did you say something? <sighs>
0: Peppy, Diana, I brought you both a cup of tea. It's not Earl Grey, but I think you'll enjoy it.
6: Oh, I've had your tea, and it's all cups of lies.
0: First of all, I think the finest tea press the Digitation has to offer. Second of all, this is a new line of teas we'll be serving at the Bard Rock from now on by our partners at Many Worlds Tavern.
4: Oh, I've heard of them. I'm particularly fond of Sleepy Fields and Golden Root myself.
6: If it's good enough for Diana, it's good enough for me. I'll have a cup of that further harbor.
0: Of course. Here you go. I pour Epi a cup of tea.
4: Epi. Girl perception to determine if the tea is made of lies.
6: Damn it. That's a natural one.
4: First of all, you are absolutely convinced Brock used pressed on this tea. Second of all, you feel a wild magic surge inside you, and dozens of thirsty customers appear outside of Brock's food truck right here in the graveyard.
0: No worries, folks. We have plenty of tea from Many Worlds Tavern for all of you. Try a cup of Sage's Gate or Sacred Spring. Somehow I already have dozens of cups of this already prepared and steeped for this occasion. Of course you did. Want to brew some of this delicious tea at home? Just go to http: colon slash slash manyworldstavern.com slash and use the code Cafe at checkout to save 10% on your order. As always, a portion your order supports the show. And if you're a coffee, drinker, like my good friend Armbar, they have options for you there, too.
4: Brock, I'm happy for you and all, but get your food truck and all your customers off my lawn.
0: I'm sorry, Dan, I can't hear you. This tea is selling like hotcakes. And so are the hotcakes. Bye, everybody. All right, that is 9 plus 6 for a 15 using my deception score. Hmm. Okay. 17 on the die. She sees right through it. So she would know that without severing the soul from the body, I can't outright kill Brock. Right. But I could bury his subconscious somewhere, so he, I can make it so he can't be the predominant soul. So that's an interpretation of dead is Brock is not home, but he's alive.
5: He's consulting the Illuminati.
1: In the think tank. (laughs) Yeah.
3: So, at hearing this, Swan is... How can I describe her personality?
4: It takes her a second to recover herself, seeing what all is happening. But she does collect herself because she's surrounded by all the men in her family... So she runs out and is like, it's a lie. Brock's still in
0: there. Uh, but he's not coming out anytime soon, Mother. Put me away and nothing can stop Inky.
4: Does anybody else know about Inky? Like, was it discussed? Epi has been trying
0: to solve the problem of Brock got this extra soul for a while. And we talked to the Marcher Mother about I'm doing something. In the song, I specifically sang about the fact I'm using Inky to massacre the drow.
4: Alright, so that's, that's all the info you have on that. Anyway, go ahead. We still have not gotten to. You get one action and then initiative. Yep. This is just
0: Nadir, Epi, Swan, and Bra- and Roll having a conversation.
4: All right, Epi and Nadir.
6: Okay, I I'm a wizard. I would know. Can I undo third soul nonsense with greater restoration?
3: Roll.
4: All right, I'm going to give you one more free check, and then you have to... Any other check's going to be an action, so, like, the next thing you do has to be something. So, roll... Just roll Arcana. We'll go with Arcana.
6: Fair enough. <laughs> Arcana. Okay. You know what? You know what? Big heavy dice. Big heavy dice. Oh, God, it got in a corner.
3: Hang on. Hang on. Uh...
6: Okay, okay. 18 plus 7.
4: Okay. With a 25, which was the exact DC, you would know that it is impossible to know without more information. Like, sometimes yes, sometimes no. You don't have enough information. Fair enough. Alright. What is your action?
6: You gotta try something. And I, I did or did not try the epi pin like i actually cast the spell with it
4: you cast the spell last time
6: okay oh i haven't i haven't slept since then i forgot then never mind we're going with the original plan which is epi just looks at him can't cause any more problems if you're not awake and i'm going to cast chromatic orb at the third level Uh
4: okay Roll an attack on brock or on roll i guess looking to beat a 14 yeah
6: Time to brock and roll. Alright. Oh god, that's a lot of d8. We're just gonna make roll 20 do that because I don't want to count.
0: Well, you yep. have to roll your attack roll first. Did you roll the attack roll or using the one that roll 20 gave you, which is a 12 and will not be mace? Nice?
6: No, I was gonna roll the attack roll. I just don't want to do the math for the actual thing. Diamonds both times, so yeah, no. Uh, Epi gets the diamond and, you know, crunches it up there's just a bunch of fire, but it kind of just spatters at his feet. It's almost a doesn't-want-to-hit-Brock situation.
0: Oh, okay, I was imagining you shooting the, uh, the, the audience that's hearing a Wilhelm scream. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, so, like, are you aiming at Roll right now?
6: Yeah, but can't bring self to hit him, apparently.
4: Uh, I'll let you get away with it once, the next one goes into the crowd.
6: Okay.
7: Fair enough.
4: Nadir. This would have been happening at the same time. What do you do?
7: Nadir was going to intervene, was going to say something on Brock's behalf, like, oh, it's a different soul, it's whatever. And then Roll had to open his goddamn mouth. And Nadir, without his arcane focus on him, because it's the staff, just. Gets a little bit out of the way, sits down in a seat, and pats the matron mother on the back and says, go get him.
4: <laughs> okay. Do me a favor. Roll a persuasion check.
7: Okay. I'll
4: even give you advantage on this one.
7: Oh, advantage? Okay, it's a 20. Like a nat 20? No, synthetic. <laughs> synthetic. A gentleman's 20.
4: <laughs> okay. Cool. So, elves are kind of timeless, right?
0: Yeah, on a scale of 1 to ten to Nadir, how frail is she (laughs) look? So,
4: Nadir is well, well past his prime. Nadir is ancient, even by elf standards. Most elves, like 700 to 800 is kind of the range. Nadir is past 800.
7: No, Nadir's 776.
4: (laughs) Okay, so Nadir, like... Approaching, I have died of old age. Like, that's kind of where Nadir's at. Nadir looks his age. The drow matron mother, on the other hand, there are some creases around her eyes, and.
3: Yeah, she's Mrs.
4: Robinson. You're not there to see her, but for those that do see her. Older, but like in a young way. Her eyes. Stiffer's mom. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, but her eyes communicate, like, an intelligence and a wisdom that is
3: much older than her appearance looks. Nadir did it.
0: So Brock's action was a performance, and then I used my movement, right? That was my thing? Yes. Okay, so I am
4: now 50 feet away from the drum mother. You did a... Look, man, you did a whole ass musical number.
0: That's fine. I'm just making sure, like my. I'm just making sure I got my movement. I'm getting a distance. How much distance I have from her? which should be if we were twenty feet away, fifty feet. All right.
1: What kind of music does uh, Roll play? Like, is there a difference in music between what Brock plays and what Roll plays?
0: Yes, but somehow Roll made the DOS loop sound like a Metallica style.
1: Ah, okay, that's
0: cool.
4: All right rock or i guess roll give me initiative epi give me initiative nadir are you doing anything for this fight
7: uh you know what let's put me in initiative order anyway even though i don't plan on doing anything at the moment
4: okay then give me initiative and uh we're gonna do one full round and then armbar and double tail will arrive uh rook i will say as you leave the underground area you're seeing the tail end of this you're seeing the drow over here starting to fight but you are all the way over in their camp
0: all right brock on a natural 20 on initiative for a 23 by the way
4: 23 all right give me one second he's ready to go
0: i roll my bottom magic let me know when you're ready for it
4: okay gotcha hang on uh nadir what is
7: your roll uh nine nine and epi what is your roll?
6: it's a
1: 12
4: 12 okay Alright, let's go ahead and get Armbar and double tail. What are y'all's initiatives? I got
1: a 6. 19, plus 3,
4: 22. 22, okay. And Rook, what is your initiative?
5: Oh my god, I thought you were insinuating that I wasn't able to fight, so I'm sorry, one second.
0: I think you're just a distance away, I think is what he meant.
5: Yeah, so I'm not there yet. I'm 14.
4: Okay. So, the way this works is the first round is going to be Brock, Epi, and Nadir. After the first round rolls back, then it's everybody as Armbar, Double Tail, and Rook. I'm assuming you all use your full movement to get back into things.
5: Yeah. Okay, so
4: Rook, you said 14? Yes. Great, Wild Magic. I have an 81 and a 59. These are both bad, which would you like? 81. 81? Mm-hmm. I choose a random nearby creature. The Drow Mother. You swap performance chicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, so what I would like to do is I'm looking in the stands for somewhere where there's a large group of dwarves, consuming, uh, uh, comprised at least somewhat of Dwarger. Do I see it?
4: Yeah, you would know where
0: they are. I'm going to use my action and dash action to head over there because that's where Saren the Trader and Beryl are sitting.
4: Okay, so you're about 20 feet, so then 50 feet, so you're now 110 feet away from the Drow. Do I make it to Saren and Beryl? I'll say you're close enough that you've got their attention. They're, like, kind of up in the stands. They, You guys are participants. You have the the primo seating. They're, like, a street gang. They have kind of the nosebleeds, right? So.
0: All right. I would like to use my uh, ability to speak to telepathically contact them so they can hear me over there. But like, hey, I'm coming to see you guys. And just, like, let Beryl and Saren know.
4: Sure, sure. Up next is the matron mother.
0: Oh, she also got 23 because I'm... Argon had a 22.
2: Well, I'm not until the next round. Yeah,
4: correct. However, that is actually a good point. Double Tail, what is your dexterity? Uh, 16. <laughs> Roll off with the Drow Matron Mother. Good oh boy. Uh, 12. Alright, so you will go before the Matron Mother. Yeah!
2: I'm fast as fuck, boy.
4: Alright, so... What is your armor class? 14? Uh, that is a nat 20, actually. Yikes. She is casting an attack spell. Oh my god. Alright, roll. You take 46 radiant damage. Ha!
0: You wanna know why I'm laughing? You're probably thinking to yourself, does he have 47 HP or 46? Well, he's still standing, motherfucker, with 1 HP! 1 HP?
1: No way! <laughs>
0: Now you can put me to sleep if you can get close enough again.
4: 46 radiant damage as this arcing streak of brilliant pale green light weaves through the crowd and blasts you square between the shoulders. Furthermore, you are now glowing, and you stand out like a beacon in the crowd. Oh, I was Guiding Bolt. Yes, at third level.
1: This is from the Broodmother? Yeah. Oh, damn!
4: That was a nat 20, so... It should be like around half that damage, but she decided to nuke on the first try.
1: Still a metric shit ton.
7: Yeah, that's a hell of a guiding bolt. (laughs)
1: Almost one shot at a character.
7: (laughs) I'm still standing, better
0: than I ever did.
1: Barely. I'm looking like
0: a true survivor, and I feel like a little kid.
4: I don't get it. (laughs) We're going to say that's it for her.
1: She could have done more? (laughs) <laughs> We're level 6 We're level 6
6: <laughs> Whatever more she could do might get counterspelled Wait that's That's
0: that's true actually I have a question Does Epi see the guy being cast and get the opportunity To cast counterspell and does he do it Does Epi have the spell slots for that
6: I do have the spell slot
0: Epi does because I gave them to Epi
6: Look, Eppy's having a hard time. For a minute, it's like, oh no, Brock's dead. Oh no, Brock's not dead. Oh no, maybe I should knock him out. Oh god, he's shiny. He's having a time.
0: <laughs> For the record, Eppy does have the spell slot. He just didn't do it that time,
1: or he missed it. Yeah, fair enough. Basically,
0: just making sure the audience is keeping track.
4: Because I wasn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: All right. So that's the matron
4: mother. Which brings us to
0: Inky. Does Inky have a response to Brock getting throttled
4: for 46 damage? I'll say, Brock, you definitely feel there is a rage and a desperation.
1: What? Wouldn't you (laughs) multi-class?
3: Yeah.
1: Rook, Mm -hmm.
4: the shadows around you and just in the area around where Rook is, they are getting heavier. Now, Rook, you're still booking it, but seems like the shadow is going faster than it was before. still don't see it, And the light that is out here in the general assembly is pressing down against the shadows. But around the entrance to that curved tunnel, they are very heavy. You think the shadow is right behind you. So, that is Inky. One of the drow mages from this distance, they're just going to cast...
6: No, they're not. (laughs) No, they are not.
4: (laughs) Are you counterspelling a cantrip? I mean, Roll has one HP.
6: Uh, he has one HP. It's fine.
0: You just you have a third level spell slot you can also use to resurrect me if I die. It's fine.
6: I uh, t- you have one HP.
0: Yes. I'm not, if I die if I go to Death Saves and I die, Epi can literally pick me back up. It's fine.
2: That is true. You do have a butterfly.
6: Fair enough. Fair enough. Knock him out.
4: <laughs> okay. By all means.
6: Where's Barra going in all this?
4: Oh, that one rolls. Okay. 17 hits you, correct? It does. And that advantage, it would have been the 17. So, take six cold damage. Yep.
0: Brock just collapses in the audience.
4: Okay. The drow are calmly walking your direction. I will say that none of the... All right. Just so that everyone has the tally, right? So, there's the matron mother. There's two drow mages and two martial-looking drow characters. The rest got eaten. Epi and Nadir, you're watching as this group of five drow are just calmly walking towards Brock after having just dropped him. I will say, at disadvantage because you are now prone and unconscious, you do take a death fail from another ray of frost.
0: How close was I to Saren and Barrow, who just watched me drop after I said hi? Close enough that you got their attention. They know who you are. Did I waved them down? Did they see me go down?
4: Yeah, they saw you, like
0: Did they see me start glowing, get shot in the back, and collapse? Yes. Okay. That's what I was trying to establish is whether or not Saren and Beryl are now tentatively involved.
4: Yeah, and they are they're just observing for the moment. They definitely see what's happening. Epi and Nadir, you both have an action before Rook, Arbar, and Doubletail arrive, and we go to round two. It seems like uh, Nadir has convinced the drow that they're not going to stop them.
7: Yeah. Uh, oh god, Brock's so far away from me.
6: How far is Brock?
7: Brock's body is so far away from me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah, you have one failed death save from the second ray of frost.
7: Uh, and spare the dying is a touch action. Correct. I can't get over that way. Yeah, I got nothing. Yikes.
6: Is he 30 feet from me because he did just pass pretty close?
4: Where were you at the start of this uh, with relation to Brock? We were standing side by side before Brock walked away. Basically. Brock started walking away. You didn't say you were following. So right now Brock is 110 feet away.
6: How did he get that far that fast?
0: I walked 30 feet during my performance and then I took the
4: dash action so I should be 90 feet away from Eppy. 80. Okay. Because I was, I was counting the 20 feet. Anyway, eighty feet away from you. Okay. What do you do? Whose turn is it? I'm sorry. The deer's got nothing. Epi, what do you do?
6: Alright. Now how far am I from all of these drow?
4: They are right there. They are walking past. You. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. They are walking past you. I'm sick, by the way.
6: Aw, I'm sorry.
4: Oh no. Hey, I got the day off of work. I'm great.
3: <laughs>
6: okay. Would you say that they are uh Let's see. And there's how many of them again?
4: Uh, There are five total. There is the matron mother who is leading this little procession. There are two drow mages and two martial-looking drow.
6: And I can't cast a bonus action spell and an action spell, can I?
4: It has to be one slotted spell. So you can cast a bonus action and a cantrip.
6: Okay. Well, since they're basically walking right past me... What spell do I want to cast? I think I'm going to do Scorching Ray at third level. Oh, gosh, stop rolling for me. Anyway, so apparently I rolled a 21 to hit on that, but I was going to cast it at third level and hit one for each of them.
4: So that's five rays. So you technically have to roll it five times, one for each ray.
6: And it's a D8, which is the weird...
0: It's actually a...
4: 2d6 per ray, I think.
6: Okay, so let me roll my actual things. I was just... I clicked it by accident, but I'll take the hit.
4: Who do you want that hit to go to? I'll give you that.
6: I would like to hit one of each of them.
4: Well, who are you hitting first?
6: First is Drow Mother.
4: Hang on one second. I'm sorry. All right, Scorching Ray is a second level. Casting it at third level, you would get four rays, not five.
6: Okay, well... I'll miss one of them, but the Drow Mother, the one who cast that spell while he was down, and the next two that are closest.
4: So, Drow Mother, Drow Mage, you want the two Marshals?
6: Let's do the two Marshals, that'll make it easy.
4: Give me three more rolls for attack at a plus seven to hit. Kenny,
0: does that be proc wild magic off of the
4: cast? I will check.
6: Yes! Okay, you know what? How many times do I hit the button?
4: Uh, hit it three more times.
6: Okay. Bop, bop, bop.
4: Not an advantage, unfortunately. All right, so the third one misses, but the other three hit. Go ahead and roll a one hundred two for me.
6: I'm using my actual d100 dice. Oh, God, there it went. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, nice.
2: 69. Hey. Uh... Hey. <laughs> This is a new laugh I'm hearing.
6: Oh, no. I've never heard this before. Oh, no! Oh, my god! What is 69 on the wizard table? Is it nice? (laughs) I've never heard you cackle like this. You,
4: as you finish catching Scorching Ray, you realize that the tips of your fingers are on fire, and your whole body catches on fire. You're not actually feeling the burn, but instinctively you stop, drop, and roll on the ground and immediately cast wall of fire (laughs)
6: through audience no one's getting to brock today (laughs) they got a wall of fire they got fire everybody better duck it's disco inferno is in here okay um yeah lots of fire happens
7: we're still in a crowd right oh god yes
6: this is fine This is fine! Everything's fine! Oh, this Jin prince is gonna hate us. This could not get any worse. This couldn't get any worse if I tried, but... I
2: mean, it could. It's about to be my turn, so...
0: Don't you jinx us now, Tyler!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
1: your character dies, then... (laughs) That's that's your bad.
6: I'll bring him back. I still got a spell slot left, third level. Okay, yeah, no, there's just a wall of fire now in between the drow and you.
4: Well, hang on, because there's... there's things that happen with that too give me a second because i gotta get all my tokens
6: oh god okay (laughs) i don't know what happened except for stop drop and roll and i am so on fire right now no
4: no as you cast wall of fire the flame leaves you erupts into the wall of fire you're fine uninjured all of that just wall of fire
7: who controls where the wall of fire goes epi Oh,
6: I would like to prevent them from getting to the corpse of Brock, since apparently they're just going to smack him while he's on the ground. I wanted him knocked out, not dead.
7: You can make the wall of fire just encircle Brock. You can make it a circle.
6: I can do that.
0: Yeah, just make it, and make it far enough away from Brock that it doesn't deal damage to Brock.
7: Wall of fire is so weird. The spell says up to on every duration. So you could make this like little two foot circle around Brock and have the outside of it be damaging and not the inside but you would hit the crowd but you would hit the, cr- yeah
4: you guys are fighting inside of a crowded area
0: I think the crowd is in danger no matter where that wall of fire goes though
7: yeah, we, we could endanger as little of the crowd as possible with just a tiny circle
6: I've got an idea I want to encircle the drow okay With the damage on the inside.
4: Sure. You can definitely do that and only hit the drow. Let me look up wall of fire. That's a hell of a roll.
6: Whew, that is 5d8.
4: Yes, when the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 5d8 or half as much on a success. Alright. Okay, and that's gonna be all of them, so that's 20 or 10 if they fail, or if they pass, you know what I mean. Talk about failing upwards. Right. Uh, do, 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 do.
6: I, you know what? 69 was pretty nice right now.
4: For the
2: marshals. I can't believe nobody said nice.
0: We all said nice. I said nice.
2: Fail, pass. A lot of people said
7: nice, yeah. Oh, I wasn't listening. <laughs> God, the, the only way this could be worse is if, I don't know, the Jin prince attacked somebody.
2: Yeah, imagine that. That'd be crazy. (laughs) I think that did not happen. That'd be amazing.
6: And I guess while all of this is happening, Epi is just going to be like, Don't you dare kill
3: him. (laughs)
4: Okay. Matron Mother passes. The mages fail and pass. Alright. So one of the mages takes the full 20. Okay, one of the mages is fucked up. The other one is... Like, they're all inside the fire, right? Like, it sucks. Also, they can't (laughs) see shit because it's just wall of fire all around them. Uh, so... With that, Nadir, do you have anything? Since you are technically after Epi. I... Even without your arcane focus, you can cast cantrips.
7: Yeah, I can. I... I guess I'm going to try and make my way over to Brock and Roll's corpse.
4: Okay, using your move and
7: dash. How far away?
4: 80 feet from you and Epi.
7: Oh, well, shit. Uh, yeah.
4: Just imagine him hobbling really fast.
7: Yeah. Move and dash for this one.
4: Okay, so you're now 20 feet away from Brock, or Roll, whatever.
7: Okay. Well, it's Brock's body regardless. There's
4: no one in control. Yeah, 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 Inky's body right now. Haha, <laughs> we'll get there.
7: Yeah, I will do everything else next turn. Cool.
4: Alright, top of the round. Rook, armbar, and double tail, you have all gotten to the action. So everybody's here. Wall of fire. You definitely have the genie prince's attention right now. Up first, roll, make me a death save, please. That is a 14 on the die. So you have a pass and a fail. Alright, moving on, we have the Matron Mother. I go before her, right? Yes, you do. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Alright, so they are inside of a wall of fire. You watch the wall of fire go up, you know that, like, they're just on the other side of it, but they're, they're in there.
2: I am going to get in between where the wall of fire is and where Brock's body is, and I'm going to use Daunting Roar. Okay. Uh, creatures within 10 feet that can hear me have to succeed on a wisdom save or be
4: frightened until my next turn. Within 10 feet that'll be the matron mother and the two mages. They have to be able to see you. They have to be able to hear me. Yeah, they definitely hear you. Also, there's like some crowd members that are just real fucking scared right now. But they were scared anyway because wall of fire is right there. Okay. Wisdom save, you said?
2: Uh, yeah. DC 15. So not hard, but...
4: Matron mother is definitely not scared of you. (laughs) 25. He said the DC is... 15. Well, that's a pass. So one of the mages is afraid.
2: I suppose I did it more to get attention, since the genie prince is kind of just now taking notice, just going, What the hell is going on?
4: Yeah. Can I answer? Oh, no. He hadn't said that. Calm down.
0: No, I like to think that he actually roared what's going on.
4: Yeah, I did say that.
2: (laughs) And then I'll use my action to do a medicine check on Brock and try to stabilize him. Well, Brock
6: is... Brock's 80 feet
4: away. 80 feet away. Well, Brock is 80 feet away.
0: No, from... if He's in between the wall of fire, the drow were closer to me because they were in shooting range, right? Yeah. So he double-tails somewhere between me and them, but he's, like, at the wall of fire. I don't know how far the wall of fire is. So...
4: If you used your movement, you would be 50 feet away from Brock instead of 80.
2: Oh, okay.
4: You can dash to get even closer if you would like to. After having done the roar.
2: Yeah, I do the roar, and then I dash action, Okay, actually, because I still have that. That gives me 70 feet. 70
4: feet. Okay, so you're 10 feet away from Brock. He is right there. You see him. You can't quite reach him.
2: Because Baragon doesn't know anything about roll. Doesn't know what's going on. Just saw Epi attack Brock, and then all the Drow start attacking Brock, and is like,
0: "What's happening?" Baragon's best guess is the third soul took control of Brock because Baragon does know about that. Everyone knew about Brock stupidly betting his second soul for a third soul.
4: That is true. Moving down, we have Drow Matron Mother. So she is going to spend her movement walking out of the Wall of Fire. Does not damage her because she's not ending her turn inside of it.
6: She can just walk through the fire? That is
4: kind of a weird rule.
0: You can walk through it without taking damage.
2: I was going to say, yeah, does it make mechanical sense for her to walk through fire and not take damage?
4: Well, but she was already in it, right? Oh. When it appears and at the end of each turn is when you take the damage. Okay. So like it appeared, she took the damage, she just walks through it, right? Fair enough. She
0: walked through a burning ring of fire. Basically.
6: And it burns, burns. Apparently
0: not.
7: <laughs> it did a little. Can I rules lawyer for a second here? Go ahead. When the wall appears, the creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes five fire damage or half as much on a successful save. Then, a separate sentence is the creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there.
4: So this checks out,
7: then. Was the wall set, like, on top of them or around them?
4: You know what? I'm fine with it. Go ahead and roll another 5d8, Epi.
6: Okay, okay, hang on. Let me, let me click it again.
4: It's a fail, so... Whatever you roll is what she takes. Roll well.
6: Okay, here we go. Plopping it back in for a half a second. Okay, Oop. that work? Oop. Okay. <laughs> 23.
4: 23. Cool. She's, I mean, she's smoking.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but is she on fire? No. Because raw, persistent fire damage is not a thing for all fire does.
4: So she gets 30 feet closer. She is 50 feet away. Is she
6: within, like, my reaction distance?
4: I mean, I'll let you have a reaction. What do you do with
6: it? Do I have to hit her, or can I do a spell?
4: Well, do you have the war caster feet?
6: Oh, I have to hit her. Yep. Well, I've got a dagger. damn. Does an 18 hit? Yes. Okay. She's walking past, and I just plant a dagger in her gut. Like, you go through me first.
4: I <laughs> should. All right. Uh, oh, that's how that spell works? That's dumb. All right, hang on. I know the pain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Hellish Rebuke Epi, Fleece. Oh, yeah. Do one quarter fire damage to him.
6: I do have that, but I just took a reaction.
0: No, I meant the Drow Mother should have hellish rebuke you. Ha! Does she have that? Hang on. As her reaction. What a friend.
6: Why did you tell him
1: that? What a friend. Because
0: you resist fire damage, it would be the best outcome for you.
6: Oh, you're right. I forgot about, I'm a tiefling. Fire damage doesn't do as much to me. I'm still
0: a wizard. Yeah, but he's looking for something worse. I was suggesting something better.
1: And now it's ruined.
0: Okay. How about that? Well. Who speaks celestial? Anyone holding one of my little stones? I don't know if anyone's holding at the moment.
6: I do have an obelisk rock.
4: Okay, so Epi speaks Celestial. Anybody else?
3: No. Hell Hell no, no. Hell no.
4: I can't find my languages
2: on the app. Unfortunate. Oh, there it is. No.
1: Does it sound like dwarvish? No. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: well, then huh? that's
3: a no, then.
4: <laughs> so, I need to know, Epi, how many hit points do you have right now? 40. Huh?
6: Don't I have 40?
4: 40?
6: How dead am I?
4: Uh, Exactly 40?
6: Exactly 40.
4: Okay. Nadir, how many hit points do you have? 32. Okay. Doubletail, how many hit points do you have? 38 currently. 38? Okay. The matron mother breaks into a sprint through the firewall. You stab her. She takes the damage. She is now 20 feet away from roll. She also puts her within 30 feet of Epi, Doubletail, and Nadir. Armbar, how many hit points do you have? 60. Okay, you're fine. Epi, you have Celestial because of the rock. Yeah. Anybody else have Celestial? Nope. Okay.
0: I'm assuming my unconscious body is not part of this. No. Okay.
1: You're about to be Celestial.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you back in a bit. I'm sorry.
4: Unfortunately... You used your reaction to slash with your dagger.
6: Yeah, it's about to get counter spell time, but I don't have a reaction.
2: Is she passing us?
4: You used your full action to get pretty close to Brock, so no, she doesn't quite reach you. Okay. She's like right neck and neck with Nadir right now. Hmm.
6: <laughs> okay, what happens?
4: Give me one second.
2: <laughs> Power word kill. A little nervous about that, actually.
6: (laughs) Give me one second. I'm going to make my cat stop digging in the
2: blinds.
6: (laughs) Cat has been acquired. Hi.
4: So what you see is she stops real quick, puts her hands together in what seems to be some kind of religious motion. And in Celestial, what she says is, Loth be praised. All victory is her doing. And she casts Divine Word.
6: Hmm, that doesn't sound good.
2: It'd be a lot cooler if she didn't do that, actually.
3: <laughs> so,
4: uh, roll, you're dead. Oh, shit. Epi and the deer,
0: you are blinded and deafened for ten minutes. They make charisma saving throws first.
1: Yeah,
4: charisma.
0: So you have to make a saving throw too, Brock. Oh, 19 plus bullshit for Brock. 27 if you need a number.
4: She is actually going to impose disadvantage on you.
0: I'm going to use my Path of Wild Magic to negate the disadvantage. Okay.
6: I rolled a 15, which doesn't save. Okay.
7: I got a 19.
4: What is her save? I have to look it up. It says 19 in the text box. Yeah, it does. Thank you. Sorry, did I have to do the save? Yeah, Double Tail has to do the save. Do I? No. Your hit points are high enough, it does not matter for you.
1: Oh, that's what that means.
2: What kind of save was it again? I'm sorry. Charisma. 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 Okay.
4: Eleven. So Epi
1: and Doubletail are blind and deaf for the next two minutes.
2: Actually, I have a point of inspiration that I haven't used. I'm Go gonna use that here.
1: Damn, that's a badass evocation.
2: Uh, good thing I did. That is a nineteen.
1: Okay, so you're
4: fine. Uh, Brock, mm. what did you use to negate the disadvantage?
0: My path of wild magic thing. Do you have to be conscious to use that? I guess let me double check. I believe just whenever I make a check. It's at the bottom of my sheet. Tides of Chaos. You can manipulate the forces of chance in chaos. to Give yourself advantage on one attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Does not say I need to be conscious. Okay. And you can make me roll wild magic whenever the fuck you want now.
4: (laughs) Give yourself...
1: I guess... You just want me to die. I I did.
0: Bloodthirsty motherfucker.
1: Yep. (laughs) You are the DM. Yeah, but he's using his ability. Okay, that happened. She used
4: her action and her dash. Right after her is Inky. No, after her is the Drow Mage.
0: Did Inky do anything on my turn?
4: Not on your turn, no.
0: Okay, he has his own
4: turn. Yeah, he has his own turn.
0: Okay. All
4: right, Uh, just checking. Drow Mage, go ahead and roll your wall of fire damage.
2: Which way is the drow mage running?
4: Up towards the mother.
2: Was that the one that was frightened of me?
4: One of them is, one isn't. Ooh, which one is it? Uh, either way, it's running out of the fire so it can see things, it's just which direction. So it fails the save, roll damage. I'm going to go ahead and say this is the one that is afraid of you.
0: Yeah, so Epi, roll your wall, fire, damage. Oh.
4: Okay, Uh this drow looks like he is on his last legs. Looks about like he has two hit points. Let's see what spells he has to play with as a drow mage. These are all terrible.
0: You love to see
4: it. What's the range on this? 60 feet? He's outside of that. He had to move away from Double Tail. Uh Yeah, he is going to cast Magic Missile. One on Roll, and two on Epi for the Wall of Fire to drop. Alright, I marked my failure. Yeah, so you have one success, two failures, and Epi, I need you to make two con saves DC 10.
6: Okay, alright, here we go. We're gonna do ketchup dice for this one, and um, you know what, blueberry dice, it's your time to shine. Ketchup and blueberries. I'm sure this will end well.
4: And you take six damage.
6: Okay, so my con modifier is plus three, and I rolled a nine and eleven, so it doesn't drop.
4: Yeah, you still have Wall of Fire up. This mage is out and looking real, real bad. It is now Iki's turn. Seeming to take form out of the shadows. Teleporting closer, and then lunging through the crowd. And now in the fight, You see, Inky, even in the broad light of day, shadows seem to cling to it, but what you see is a skeletal figure with three very, very long tendrils on its arm, glowing red eyes, and I'll just show you a picture.
1: He's happy. In
6: fairness, I don't see shit. Cool. Oh, whoa. Hey there. I don't like Inky. I'm glad I can't see this.
4: It is covered in flesh, but it is like bone tight, and it doesn't look like there's any muscle there. It's more like sinew and wrapped tight around the
3: bone. Oh.
7: It's, a, it's, a, it's a flesh dress. I like it. It's a
5: bold choice with a stomach cutout. Wow. Oh, gosh. It's Lady Gaga. Okay.
3: Oh, it is.
0: Yeah, if Brock is going to be possessed by anything, Skeletal Lady Gaga checks out.
5: Yeah.
4: So this thing is right there, and as it approaches, the drow mage that has two hit points left just evaporates. Whoa! Whoa. Explodes into a cloud of bloody mist as this thing slashes at it. that is Inky's turn.
5: I
6: assume I can hear this. Wait, no, I can't. I'm deaf. Well, too. No, you're blind
4: and deaf. You don't know what's happening.
6: I have no idea what's happening. I'm just rubbing my eyes and my ears are ringing.
4: The other drow mage is going now. Uh, go ahead and roll your wall of fire damage.
6: 15 again.
4: Fail. Takes all 15.
6: This is a good wild magic. You know what? 69 is nice.
4: Alright, so this drow steps out, is going to target it's actually running towards Brock and armbar, or uh, towards Brock Double and tail. Double Tail and the deer. So when divine word was cast, like several people in the crowd just dropped dead, right? Damn, because it's a it's a radius of thirty feet. Everybody and in it has to make the pass fail save, right? And a any
0: commoners of, have below twenty ten health.
4: Correct. So like a lot of guys just died. Steps out.
0: Wait, did he? Did all the drow that are in there have to pass the save, or is she able to elect not to affect them?
4: She dashed. She was 60 feet away from them. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Yeah. So they're moving 30 feet closer. Well, this guy's moving 30 feet closer. Looking around. Yeah, Epi, you got to stop with the wall of fire. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna cast. Oh, shit. You're blind.
6: (laughs) And deaf. I'm gonna get socked in the face.
4: He doesn't know the Epi's blinds. I mean, context cues, I guess. He's gonna cast Witch Bolt on you. Uh, does a 16 hit you?
6: Does a 16 hit me? Uh, let's see. Hmm, yes.
4: So you take. 10 Lightning.
6: Fun! I love that. I hate that.
4: Roll Constitution, please.
3: Ooh.
6: Mmm. Mmm. Okay, what do I have to. Or Constitution
4: saving throw for concentration on the wall of fire.
6: You know what? You know what? Blueberry dice, I believe in you. Alright, so that's a 15 plus 3. You're fine.
3: Wall
4: of fire is still up.
6: I'm fine. I. Look, I may be blind, deaf, and getting my ass kicked, but by God, that fire is still going to stay there.
4: <laughs> Alrighty. After that, Drow Mage is Rook.
5: Where am I?
4: You are basically like 10 feet away from the wall of fire. You're seeing this Drow Mage step out. You just watched uh, Inky appear. So you see Inky right there. That's like, you know, that's what you saw because you saw the face. And it's out in the open right now.
5: I'm a little. I mean, I. Oh, wait, am I still invisible?
4: Yes. Hi. So you're there. Uh, the drow mage doesn't see you. He's right there. Inky does not see you. He's right there. And then you would know that there are two drow Martial guys inside of the fire as well. But you cannot see them They're on the other side of a wall of fire.
5: What did the caster just do?
4: Uh, there is a bolt of lightning linking him to Epi. It is witch bolt. It maintains itself. It He's going to keep doing damage every turn.
5: Do I have a reaction to that? I, yeah, I I want to sneak up behind him and bonk him on the back of the head. Bonk him.
4: <laughs> what reaction? Well, you haven't come back to your turn yet. Okay. Yeah, you used your reaction for this round. Okay, sorry. Alright, so Rook, what are you doing?
5: Yeah, I was, I, I still, I want to stick by my very solid plan of, you know, I'm invisible. I want to go up behind the mage and bonk him in the back of the head. Okay.
4: Roll with an advantage and your invisibility will drop.
5: Okay. <laughs> roll with advantage to bonk. Yes. Bonk advantage. Alrighty.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, roll again just to see. Yeah. I mean, you hit. Okay. So roll your damage.
5: Alright, alright. me my damage. Is it a sneak attack? Yes. It is a sneak attack.
0: If you're using the butt of your rapier to bonk him, it would be a D8 plus a bunch of stuff.
5: Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. 1d8 plus 3d6 plus, oh my god, plus 4. 1d8 plus 3d6 plus 4. Thank you all for your patience, that was 18.
3: Okay. Is there
5: a special bonk at the back of the head damage to trying to knock him out? You're trying to do
4: a non-lethal attack. A non-lethal? He's unconscious.
5: Okay. I mean, yes, I guess not lethal I just want to knock him out. Boom! Okay. Yeah, a
0: little so bit of Rook's is... voice said, "Well, he did kidnap my mother, so I don't know."
5: Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, it's hard because I just <laughs> yeah. saw several of them get yep. fucking ripped into pieces. So I don't want yes. to kill things right now. Rook is going through feelings right now. That's all. I'm yeah, gonna exactly. Have. It's difficult now. Difficult now.
4: Yeah, so he's unconscious, there's two martial guys inside the wall of fire, and the matron mother left. And Inky, I guess. If you really want to fuck with Inky.
5: <laughs> the matron mother. I'm no longer invisible, so...
4: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're out in the open.
5: Who's looking like Damage?
4: <laughs> Brock. Brock. Yeah, Brock is two failed saves towards dying.
5: Isn't he dead?
4: No, two failed saves.
0: Nope, I have one save left.
5: I am unconscious. Can I get to Brock right now?
4: If you have bonus action dash, you can get within 20 feet of him.
5: Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll go towards
4: Brock. Okay, so you are now 20 feet away from Brock. Nice. So after you, one of the marshals goes. Epi, roll your wall of fire damage.
6: This one's
4: 20. Yay! Ooh, okay. 20 damage. Ha <laughs> ha!
6: I can do one thing in this state, <laughs> and one thing only. Uh, did is Witchbolt guy still alive?
4: No, no, he's unconscious. He's Dawn. He is alive. He
0: is not maintaining concentration on Witchbolt.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Oh, thank God.
4: <laughs> All right, guy comes out. You're the one doing the Wall of Fire. He cannot reach the Matron Mother or anything else. So two attacks on you, Fe, at advantage. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, it's a net 20 for... Ooh. 24 total points of damage.
1: Oh my gosh.
6: I'm just saying, I had exactly 24 points left, so I'm unconscious right now.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
6: He just walks up and just...
1: Thunk. Just bonked you.
4: Yeah. Wall of Fire's gone. This guy is going after... Rook, you're standing over the body of one of the mages. He's going after you. I am. A regular attack.
5: I thought I was near a bra. Okay, yeah, I'm fine.
4: Nine does not hit you. Oh shoot, no, you did run. That's right. Well, I mean, a nine doesn't hit anybody. We'll say he attacks. Hell, nine and a ten. He attacks Effie's corpse and misses.
6: <laughs> Stabs the ground. That's true. I have an armor of eleven. It just tinks off of my wimpy armor.
4: So that's a whiff. Effie, give me a death save, please.
6: I forgot how to roll those. One second. It has been so long.
4: It's a straight d20, please.
6: Wow. Ooh, that's a six.
4: That's a fail. Oh, no!
6: We're fine! Everything's fine! Everything's Gucci golden!
4: Looking around at what's going on, the other Marshall guy is going to go after Inky.
1: What other Marshall guy?
0: There were five total drow. There's about to be substantially less total drow.
4: (laughs) Going after Inky. It's a hit and a miss. So the hit does no damage. It's a non magical weapon.
1: Armbar, you're up. Alright, well, Armbar Mini Bar finally. Oh
4: shit, Nadir and then Armbar. Wait, go ahead. No, <laughs>
1: no
6: We need Armbar.
3: We've been waiting this whole fucking episode to do something. Go ahead.
6: Yep.
0: Tyler Tyler had another commitment and we moved the recording session. Tyler hasn't gotten to do anything.
6: Don't worry, it's Armbar. Give him one turn, we'll be fine.
4: Do your thing, Armbar. You see one guy attacking this monster and one guy attacking Epi's unconscious body. What do you go after?
1: Yeah, so mini Minibar and Armbar finally make their way up the stands, and they're, like, huffing and puffing the whole way. They see As, as they get up there, all the chaos is going on, and they see Epi down and Brock the boss down. And Armbar just cannot handle that and just goes into a Rage. is like, Boo And he goes into his Rage, so I'll roll a D8. Oh, I got a 5. Whenever a creature hits you with an attack roll before your Rage ends, that creature takes 1 D6 Force Damage as magic lashes out in Retribution. Hey, that's pretty fitting. Cool.
6: Hey, that's poetic. All right,
1: do your thing. So, who is the Drow... Is there anybody like in between me and where where Brock is?
4: You would have to full dash to get to the matron mother, or you can just get to the two martial guys.
1: Yeah, I, I think I would full dash, honestly, right. to get to get to the matron mother, mother.
4: Cool. So you are in the matron mother's face right now. All right. So, okay. The deer, you're up. What's up?
6: So, Epi's sister is in the food truck, right?
4: Yes. Did you have a follow-up on that? <laughs> I got what you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be irrelevant probably soon, but Nadir.
1: Do I? Is that all? That was all my turn.
4: No, you have. What does Minibar do?
1: Actually, I have a question. Are Armbar
0: and Aragon still hasted from their match? Because I don't think their match was a full 10 rounds long.
4: You know what? I'll allow it. Yeah, you're both still hasted. So you, okay. uh, Double Tail, you still had to dash, but you could have gotten two Brock. Okay. Armbar, you can definitely reach the Matron Mother. Oh, I wasn't before? You could, but you had to use the
0: dash action. Now you don't.
1: Now you have your action. Okay. Well, I'd like to try to, like, take on the aggro from the Matron Mother by intimidating her. If that makes sense. If not, then I'm just going to attack.
0: She can't cast spells without a head, Armbar. (laughs) I
1: I don't know how much health she has.
2: Don't forget, you can also attack her from 30 feet away with your new fancy great axe that I gave you.
1: That is true. I could attack
0: her that way. Either way, let her have it. She downed your
1: boss. (laughs) Well, if I run, then I have two attacks then, right? Because I can
0: use the chain? Plus
4: the third from the haste, so... Yeah,
0: you get three swings on this lady armbar. Let her have it.
1: Yeah, let's just do that. I had a quote ready to go for this anyway, so I'm going to use it regardless.
4: Tell you what, go ahead and roll intimidation just because you're fucking rolling armbar. And there's murder in his eyes.
1: I got a 16. Cool.
4: I'll
2: give her a wisdom save. Can I give Armbar advantage on that it, intimidation?
1: Since it would have been a 10.
4: Yeah. So, mm. wisdom save, 19. She's not intimidated by you. But go ahead, give your quote, and do your attacks.
1: I'm the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm the funky like a monkey, and you're the cookie that's about to crumble.
5: I love Armbar. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. If Armbar
0: was carrying Minibar, that's four attacks.
4: Yes. Well, Minibar would also get an attack. So, yeah. Four attacks, Armbar. Go at it. All
1: Dude. right. Is, a, is the attack with the chain different?
4: It, it's still your great axe attack. Yeah,
1: it's still I think
0: your
4: plus great, great axe attack. Plus All right. one on the damage.
1: So, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna attack uh, recklessly. Of course. Twenty-five.
4: Okay, right, so twelve damage.
1: And then we're gonna do another one. Twenty-five
3: 12. to hit. We got
1: sixteen. 12. twenty-eight damage total. Uh, twenty-five to hit, and I got fourteen again.
4: Forty-two damage total.
1: And then, what's his ass is gonna roll the great axe. So. Another 9, so 51 damage total.
3: That's
6: more than my total HP.
4: So she's still standing. She's messed up right now. Yeah, alright, Nadir, you're up.
7: Okay, I wanna... I'm now changing course and going over to Epi. Can I get there without dashing?
4: Yeah, Yeah, you're super close.
7: Okay, I'm gonna get over there. Kind of... I don't know, the dude's still standing over... Stabbing at Epi, and I just kinda kinda go, You wouldn't hit an old man, would you? As <laughs> as I as I like kneel kind of over Epi's body. Okay. And I'm casting Spare the Dying. Okay.
4: So you definitely cast Spare the Dying, and the guy looks like, yeah, now nah, fuck you, I'm killing everything. Like <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: there's definitely a look of no no, you're with them. You get to die. But Epi is stable since we're coming up on the end of the episode time. At the end of the round, you hear the genie prince yell, STOP! Uh, the entire arena shakes. I need everyone to make a charisma saving throw, please.
6: Even the unconscious ones?
4: Uh, conscious ones, yeah. Unconscious, don't worry about it. So, Armbar, Doubletail, Rook, Nadir, and the Drow. So, can I have a question for you.
0: Yeah. So, before you said that the people who were unconscious didn't do it, I rolled...
4: Can I use the natural 20 I rolled as my death save? Yeah, I'll let that happen. So the Matron Mother saves. Double Tail saves.
1: Everybody else fails.
7: Okay, I have one more thing I can do. Sure.
1: I have something I can do too.
7: Oh yeah. Okay, I'm now at 23. You pass. Okay. How many, how many is Indomitable? So I gonna want to re-
1: re-roll that. Yeah, go for it. What do you got? Twenty.
4: 30 20. You just pass. Let's go. Oh, shit. I got to roll for Inky. Can I roll for Inky? Roll for Inky. Would you like to use the Felix yep. die since this Yes, let's go cool. ahead. Yep, let's go ahead and Felix die for Inky. All right. So I will roll the Felix die. Uh, so Inky. What is his charisma? Negative one. Gotcha. Oh. Oh, damn. Exit a total of 19. Did he get a natural
0: 20, or is that with the pluses from the Felix died? With 15 plus 5
4: minus uh, 5. Okay. Just fails. So Inky damn. is now also frozen. Should I uh, roll for Minibar, or can he pick it back off me? Totally got to roll for Minibar.
0: Yeah,
4: he got an 11. Okay. Minibar is frozen.
0: <laughs> Should we, before the episode ends, resolve the wild magic triggers for Barragon and Brock? Well,
4: Brock has not rolled his nat 20 yet, so let's do Barragon real quick. Okay, 28 and 20. 28 and 20, right? Yep. <laughs> These are both bad. Which would you like? Oh, man, uh, 20. For the next minute, your armor hums gently, and all ranged weapon attacks against you have advantage. Oh, I think we've gotten this
2: one already. Oh, wait, no, we got this in Spelljammer, not, not this campaign.
4: Everybody's paused. Brock rolls his net twenty for waking up with one hit point somehow. So Epi, you are unconscious but stable. Brock, go ahead and give me your D one hundreds. All right. So I got a sixty-eight and a twenty nine. Sixty eight and twenty nine. Alright, well that one's stupid and tedious. <laughs> so what was it again? Sixty eight and what? And twenty nine. Twenty nine, thank you. Uh you are immune to thunder damage and the stunned condition for the next ten minutes. Awesome. That's fun. The genie prince says You dare bring violence and disrupt my tournament? You and he points to the Drow Matron Mother, who looks back defiantly at him, says, You have killed my my, my audience members, the guests in my house. You are banished! snaps his finger and a portal appears you watch as the drow are elevated the two marshals are elevated and sucked through the portal but the matron mother is not you and he points at Brock and says you dare bring that vile thing here I did not
0: get this thing on purpose I won it in a bet I didn't know how to control it I am so sorry
4: roll a persuasion check
0: That is another natural 20, everybody.
4: Sure. So, I mean, obviously it passes. Go ahead and roll.
0: 35 and 85.
4: Do something crazy. All right, Brock. Ten minutes. Your face is covered in purple pimples. The genie prince says, regardless, this creature is banished. Inky is pulled through that portal and banished back to its home plane. Oh. Now. Those of you that remain, why should I let you stay? Who is paralyzed? It's just Epi and Doubletail, right? No, Epi is unconscious. Yeah. No, Double have. tail. Double kinda... tail got
0: natural twenty. He passed.
4: So who is is it arm? No, it's just
0: Minibar. Nope.
5: Did Rook have any?
0: Minibar was literally in the middle of a match when this happened. Minibar is like innocent. <laughs> huh. All he did was
4: protect his friend. Yeah. So the genie prince says. Removing your ally from this is punishment enough, I think. You are banished, and Minibar is sucked through the portal. Minibar is fine. No,
3: Minibar! Minibar is banished! No!
4: Minibar is banished
7: to the material plane.
1: He was innocent! We were protecting our friends!
7: Does it go to the same place? Did they just send Minibar to the drow?
4: So they are banished to a random point on the material plane.
7: Good, it's only 70% ocean. He'll be fine.
4: Yeah. Um, Can we just say, because we already recorded a
0: thing with Minibar in it that takes place after this, that he got banished back to the Bard Rock Cafe? Sure, that's fine.
4: Uh, The drow are sent back to their city. Minibar is back at his place. You don't know where Inky went. Inky is back on the material plane.
1: I feel like I've lost a part of me.
0: Do I still feel connected to Inky? Yes. Oh, I thought we solved that problem. Darn.
4: Mm-hmm. Prince says, I expect all of you to be on your best behavior, or I will banish all of you. The matron mother does not seem assuaged, but she does lower her dagger. now, we have spent too long on this diversion. I came here to watch fights, but not like this. came to watch them up there, and he points at the magical jumbotron that he has up in the sky, and you see the Paladin of Pain and the genie Prince his crew out there on a stony mountainous battlefield and we'll pick up next time with the paladin of pains match followed immediately by armbar and Doubletail's match against whoever wins that one all right y'all thanks for playing thank you all of you guys who are listening and uh, i'll see you next time
0: Isn't this basically just the same thing as before? Do you have a degree in marketing? Because I have a degree in marketing.
1: He's got you there, Double Tail. Your only degree's in the School of Hard Knocks.
0: Mm, Sure, whatever.
2: Paycheck's a paycheck, I guess.
0: That's the spirit.
2: Thanks for listening to Bart Rock Cafe. We have the best fans. Remember to follow us on social media so you never miss an update, and be sure to check out our sponsor, Dragon Master Games, for your TTRPG needs. If you aren't already, consider subscribing to the show on Ko-fi to help cover production costs. Subscribers get special rewards like their own channels on the podcast Discord, personalized messages in the mid-roll ad spot, and more. And of course, we're partnered with FanRoll, whose wide variety of dice and other tabletop accessories are sure to have something unique to add to your table. Links to all that stuff can be found in the show notes. Okay,
1: now in the promo with your patented people's wink. Uh,
2: we did this bit already, but sure. I wink, in a podcast, and it's really good.
0: It's called a callback. Thanks for doing the ad read, Barry. I
2: told you not to call me Barry.
0: Until next time, everyone, rock on.